you know, we forget about ourselves. We're nurturers. Yes. Mm. So we have to take care of ourselves so we can take care of other people. Mm. So good. Speak Easy Studios. Speak and be heard. Welcome to the studio at 1201, where we are bringing you interesting conversations with entrepreneurs, creatives, leaders, and world changers to impact and inspire. Let's connect. So make sure to subscribe, rate, and review with all the stars. And most importantly, remember, you belong here. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Conversations With. We are so glad you're joining us. My name is Jeanette Brown, and I am honored to be partnered with the incredible Kelly Olive. Say hey, hey Kelly. Hi. I'm more honored. I mean, I oh, just, stop. I'm going to one-up you. Stop it. I'm going to one-up you. <laughs> well, uh, not only am I honored to be joined by you, Kel, but also we have an amazing guest. Uh, very uh, a lot of a lot of cool things in her bio, if you will. Uh, not only does she work at the law offices of James Hogan, but um, she has an incredible incredible family story uh, and background and the passions that she has. We're going to dive into some of those. So, Amy O'Neill, welcome to to the podcast. Yes, we are so so happy to have you. And I love what you said because um, we are more than what we do uh, for our paycheck. And I know it's a passion for you to do what you do for the uh, Hogan legal team. But at the same time, we are so much more than that. So we're looking forward to learning more about Amy O'Neill and everybody else who's listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? <laughs> okay. Um, well, my name is Amy O'Neill and um, I have been in the legal industry for 25 years and counting. Um, I have five children. You were five when you started. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Young protege, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yes, I have five children. Five Um, babies. Yes. Well, yeah. Not so much babies. Not so much. (laughs) But my oldest is 21. I have Mm -hmm. a 19-year-old, a 16-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a five-month-old son. So That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Um, Yeah, so... A little bit about me, I guess. A little boy is going to be so spoiled. He is already. He's a dreamboat. He's loved. He does everything with me, his sisters. Like, he's he's a lover already. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. How on earth do you balance that? Having the family and having the the business. You know, it's interesting because I get asked that a lot. Yeah. And it's not like I have an answer to it immediately. You know what I mean? It's just something that I've always done um, since my 20s because mm-hmm. um, I had kids. I was married young, had kids young, mm-hmm. and I've just been kind of doing this thing, and I'm a creature of habit. So routine yeah. is a big deal for me. So I'm just so used to that. Mm-hmm. Balancing the work and the family life and you know, also carving out some time for self-care, although that's something that I learned more in my 30s, I would say, Mm. the importance of that. It is. It's so important. And being a creature of habit, there's so much positive. As a person who's not so much a creature of habit, that I'm working on being more of a creature of habit. Maybe that's not the right term, but, you know, to to have things run very efficiently, it really gives you, it allows you to have more time to do those fun things Mm. and those quality things with your kids. Absolutely. And so, because you're a busy mom, you're a busy uh, business um, partner, but you're also very involved in your community. Tell us a little bit about that. 
So um, throughout the years and throughout my career at different times, different phases of my life, um, I've helped raise uh, money and awareness for the Lupus Foundation. My niece, um, she has an aggressive form of lupus. Mm And she was essentially like my first daughter before I had kids. Mm. And, um, excuse me, so she's near and dear to my heart. Um, I've also raised some money for breast cancer awareness um, for many years, actually, going back into the 90s. And um, love serving autism. That's also something that speaks to me. Um, I don't necessarily have anybody in the family that that is autistic. It's just my heart is drawn towards these children, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I try to carve out some time for them. And then more, you know, recently becoming more active in Rotary, which is a club that pretty much is all over the community. And yeah. so that kind of helps me rein it in a little bit to be a little bit more organized because it's important to find that balance because sometimes – you know, you're doing too much or you're on too many committees and, mm. you know, you have to know when, okay, this is, this is for me, this is in my direction or, or I can really give my time efficiently to this organization. So Rotary kind of helps me to kind of feel like I'm giving more back and, and helping, you know, many more people in the community that way. A greater ROI. Right. Yeah. Yes. I was reading your bio and I was wondering that I'm like, how, does she do all these things? Uh, it, it is amazing. It, it would be, it would be a challenge to do it all at once. Yes. I mean, because when you're serving on one committee, that's almost a full time job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, right. it's amazing. You know what it takes out of you, but at the same time, when you have that heart for that type of service, it definitely comes naturally. But mm. you know, there are still challenges, and that's where you just have to kind of say, okay, you know, can I do this? Can I give the time that I need to dedicate to yeah. this particular you know event? And um, so again. Rotary is helping me to kind of stay a little bit more organized and be more involved in, yeah. and, you know, kind of leave my footprint in many other places. Yeah. I have to ask, so you have a five-month-old son, right? So has, has life, does life look a little different now as opposed to, you know, maybe a year ago, maybe you had more time to, and with all your other kids kind of grown up? Yeah, you know, it's a good question. And, you know, before my son, you know, I would think, I kind of always knew I would have another one. I just didn't know when that timing would be, you know, so that's, you know, it's all for God to determine. But um, the timing and when it did happen was interesting in my life because I kind of was like, all right, I'm in my 40s. My kids are grown. It's definitely a lot easier. You know, I can come and go as I please. I've already set that foundation for my girls. But now having my son, I couldn't imagine a life without him. I am madly in love with this kid and God knew what I needed before. Before I knew what I needed. <laughs> so this is my little man. Yeah. And I couldn't and I wouldn't want a life without oh. him. So kind of going forward presents, you know, a few more challenges in the sense of time. But you have to manage that. And I think over the years and having raising kids for so long, you kind of learn to manage that a little bit more efficiently. And I think she gets a little bit of help from some of her older kids sure. to what a benefit that is. Because sure. they I think they're about as smitten as you are. And uh, so her older kids get to, to it, it's a family affair. Absolutely. Especially with my 21-year-old, she basically says that she's second mom, and she oh. is in a lot of ways. So it's her and I tag-teaming throughout the day, and she loves him just as much as I do. And it's funny because we go, we go around calling him son all day, and it's like, oh, son, oh, son. And, you know, he's going to grow up thinking his name is son. <laughs> he's got a name. But, um, so, yeah, so he's essentially our son. 
<laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about um, some of the other things in your life. So you love you. You're great at what you do. You've done, you know, been a paralegal for so long. You and James are a great team. Um, and then you've got your family life. But um, your oldest daughter, pre- uh, she was presenting some physical issues that you were trying to deal with when she was young. Right. Right. And um, that led you down another path. Forget service, forget work, forget family. Now we're on to nutrition. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So my daughter, my oldest, she's 21. She was born with um, a lot of gut issues. So at the time, we couldn't figure out exactly what was going on. So it was just like an ongoing problem for many years. So when she was about five, between five and eight, we started somewhat getting some more answers because, you know, her condition was becoming more and more chronic. Mm. Um, so, but what, what happened is they, you know, they wanted to continue like prescribing medication. Oh, here's this medication. Take this for that. Oh, Mm. here's another one. And ultimately to where she ended up being anywhere between 25 to 27 pills a day. A oh, day. Wow. And For still a seven, seven old at the oldest seven year old. It was terrible and still couldn't get out of the bed, still really couldn't eat things. And she was, you know, mm. really just, you know, in poor health. I mean, could you imagine just kind of taking medication, not being able to eat? And oh. You can't really focus and move. And this was a kid who was very active. So it was heartbreaking as a parent to see that. Without a doubt. So, yeah. So I basically. I was pregnant with my 10 year old now. And I said, you know what? And I was working. I'm like, I've got to, I've got to go back to school. Like I have a career, you know, I, I can support my family, but if I'm seeing my family suffer in a way and I'm not really getting answers with doctors, I, you know, as a mother have to take this, take the bull by the horn and Mm. figure this out. So I went and studied nutrition to kind of help understand the body and, um, you know, how nutrition affects the body and, and the changes that you can make with, with proper nutrition. And that's what we did. So little by little, I started creating recipes and meal plans and foods that would help her because, you know, having her go on a formula diet when she's, you know, eight years old was unreasonable. Yeah. Having her on all of these pills was unreasonable and not having, you know, still the comfort to get out of bed or the motivation to, to kind of be a child. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so I went to school um, just kind of soaked up as much knowledge and information as I could and then brought it home. So then I would prepare meals, kind of experiment, play around with different ingredients. And we're talking, this was a time, you know, 11, 12 years ago, there wasn't as much available on the market right. as there is now. That's so for sure. Everything mm-hmm. and literally everything was from scratch. Like I can wow. say I cook from scratch now, but it's definitely <laughs> easier because, oh, I can get some chickpea pasta yeah. at the local, you know, Whole Foods or whatever. And that's easy. But, you know, 12 years ago, I couldn't do that. So, so yeah. So over time, wow. we were able to one by one eliminate medication entirely. So it, was, it wasn't until about 2017 that she was completely off of medication altogether. And she's wow. been med free since. And living, you know, and thriving and kind of, um, living a normal life. She's, she's very, she's a very strong individual because it takes, when you, when you think of a a human being who wants to say, go on a diet and lose some weight, you know, it's hard for us to stay motivated and to find the discipline every day to do that day in and day out. But she finds that discipline within herself at such a young age to eat properly because she knows that it fuels her body and it helps her to feel good every day and it helps her to thrive. Mm. So that's where we are and she's doing great. 
That's amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. What is her favorite food now? Oh my gosh, this girl eats like a horse. And yeah, and, and it's amazing because that's amazing. She, I, she has gastroparesis, which is also paralysis of the internal nerves that push the food through oh, the digestive tract. Wow. Oh my goodness. So we're also battling with that. So, but you know, it's again finding the right foods yeah. for her. So, you know, I mean, she loves a good avocado toast. She loves when I make her uh, what I call a taco mac and cheese, which is kind of like if you think of Hamburger Helper, <laughs> something like that. But, you know, but it's a healthy version. But it's a very healthy version. Yeah. Um, you know, she loves that. Um, gosh, there's so many different things like a curry chicken and rice. She mm. just devours. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but the girl can throw it back and it's it's amazing. But as long as she drinks her water and, you know, she's wow. good. Like wow. she's. She she can process it. It'll take, you know, her body takes four hours to digest yeah. when ours is just like, I don't know, like 30 minutes to move from one to the next. And, um, but you know, she's thriving, she's yeah. eating well, <laughs> loving life. That is amazing. Yeah. I tell you, I think it's so easy in our easy culture where everything is getting easier and easier mm-hmm. for uh, people to have reasons not to to thrive yeah. are reasons not to overcome those obstacles mm-hmm. and how amazing it is that one, as a mom, you helped her overcome those obstacles. Mm-hmm. And then as her own self, as an individual, she carried that on because she learned it. Absolutely. And, um, I mean, I know that we're not to takeaways yet, but I'm going to go away <laughs> with a takeaway that nothing can, I mean, whatever's going to stop you will stop you, right. but it doesn't have to. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so important to I find a way. Steps. Yeah. <laughs> Poet steps. <laughs> for sure. And, you know, I'm so proud of her, you know, for all of the things that she's overcome really in her life because her journey is she doesn't have the typical journey of a 21 year old. She didn't have the typical journey as a teenager. You know, she has invisible illnesses. So people look at her and think, oh, she's healthy. Oh, you're well. What's wrong mm-hmm. with you? And so they don't understand that. Wait a second. You know, she's battling a lot of things yeah. in her life and she's doing it with a smile on her face and she's getting through it. So I am very proud of her. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. What, what are some of the things, um, like what drives you, what, what drove you to want to get into law? What drove you to want to be so helpful in the community? So for me, I'm an empath. I'm very compassionate. Um, You know, I like to give back. I love being a mother. Like I would dream as a little girl just growing up and becoming a mom. Like it was like what I wanted to do, the number one thing. And when I was younger, people would say, you know, oh, what defines you as a person? Which is weird because you have to look more inward and think more about yourself. And I would say, well, I'm a mom. Like to me, like Mm. that's the greatest achievement in my life. And it still is, but there's so many more things to that, you know, so many more areas of, you know, trying to set an example. But I would say that my children definitely drive me because they look up to me and I want to set that example. I don't want to just say, oh, this is how you should do it and then Mm. live a different way. I want to- yeah, I want to pretty much live my life by example. Like if they they know what they're going to need to do if they come into a situation mm. where, you know, there's a certain hardship in their life, they're going to, well, you know, this is what mom overcame this or mom overcame that. And, and they're going to know what to do, you know, just from my example. Yeah. So it's important to me that I am who I am and the best version of myself for them. 
That's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's generational. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. Because then that'll affect the next next generation behind them. Yeah. So good. For the future, what what do you what what does future Amy have in store? What are what are some dreams? Um, probably traveling a little bit more, still working, probably a little more remotely. <laughs> Um, no, I have, I have the best job ever and, um, the most supportive team really. And James is amazing. I really couldn't have asked for a better partner really, you know, in my business life, in my career, um, than with him. But so I say for the future, it's really just impacting more lives and living life, you know, enjoying each day, not taking it for granted because, you know, as we get older, age is something that I really appreciate, you know, and mm. I, I actually have a birthday right around the corner and I'm so excited about it's it. Exciting. Thank you. Yeah, I know. Not, not because I have plans because I don't have plans yet, which Kelly, we need to talk. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but because I'm, I'm having this opportunity, yeah. you know, to continue living and, um, mm. and setting an example for others and impacting lives. And as I continue to grow and age, hopefully there's going to be so many other people around the world that, you know, I'm going to help make a difference with. And whether it's through myself or groups and organizations that I'm involved with or my children, whatever it is, I'm hoping to be part of that change. Yeah. Um, so you've done so much in the community, um, in all these different things. Is there a story or a moment that really stands out to you of like, wow, like seeing the difference that you've made? Gosh, it's so hard. It is. It is. You know, to really think back. I mean, while you're thinking, I would say probably from the stories I've heard, what you just told us about your daughter, you made a huge impact and Mm. difference in her life, um, which is amazing by taking that time to learn how to help her. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge. I I think I would have to agree. That's probably the biggest um, impact that I've probably seen more in my personal life, um, as well as with my niece, Shannon, who has lupus, because that, you know, studying nutrition was also for her as well. Um, So in the change that I was able to kind of implement and help on their journey, you know, to help them make better choices and understand the certain choices that they were making that, you know, gave them a better quality of life. So mm. to me, I think that that would probably be you yeah. know, monumental. I love that because there's so many people who like to help in the community, mm. but they almost kind of put their family on the back burner mm. and, and it's just so sad. So being able to af- positively affect your family, which in turn helps you to affect uh, other things yeah. and Absolutely. other arenas. I think what I'm kind of hearing like through a, a thread throughout this whole conversation is when you can find your purpose and your passion, which you did, um, and then you can find where you fit, mm. which is what you did with your work. Right. And with your like finding, finding rotary, you're like, OK, I helped with lupus. I helped with this. I helped with that. And it was all great. But when I found rotary that kind of brought it all together Absolutely. so so you could be more effective. So when you find your purpose and your passion and where you fit, mm. then you're able to really make a big difference. Absolutely. I agree 100% with that. Yeah. And, you know, it's important to have a good support system and a great team because, you know, you can't do it alone. Right. And for me throughout the years, you know, my support really has been my kids. You know, even when they were younger, because they were in a way driving me in a way that they didn't understand at that time, you know, and even they still continue to do that. And, you know, my daughter, Anya, who's she's in FAU and she's um, still finishing up her first year. 
uh, at university, but she was dual enrolled in high school. She's wow. been my athlete. So since she was seven, team sports was, you know, that was her focus. Yeah. And so, you know, I would run, encourage her to do that. She did a lot of different sports throughout her, you know, her school life. And, um, and I think that that helped as well to motivate and continue her purpose in life and her drive and her passion, you know, because she's, she just hits the ground running, Yes, you know, and a lot of that, it takes a lot of, you know, work on our side as a parent to support our, you know, the drive in your kids yeah. because they're all different. They're mm-hmm. not all the same. And, you know, and you don't want to give more to one and not the other. You know, you have to find that balance when you have as many <laughs> as I do <laughs> to kind of support them all. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, so you're writing a book. So yes, Ooh. are you putting together a book? I'm putting. And Tell you know, us this about is this. well. Gosh, this has been like <laughs> years in the making. Hey, that you makes know. the best recipes. It does, <laughs> and you know, it's interesting because I think more about it. I think more about it now, and how my recipes have changed, and how they've evolved, and how they've gotten easier mm. and um, more creative, and fun, and tasty. And my daughter Ebony, she's like, "Mom, we got to get this book up and going." And I say to her, "She's got this really nice camera." I say, "Well, okay. Well, how about?" we do this together yeah you can do the photography and then you know and then I can put the recipes together and you know for her it's so important to her that I put this book out for herself she's like Mm. this is this is like this is going to help me this is going to help you know when she adopts kids this is going to help you know so many people I need you to do this and yeah okay so now I'm trying to motivate her to do the photography that's amazing so we can kind of really wrap it up but I just have so many recipes that I've been storing and creating Mm. and yeah so the work is there I have to bring it all together that is incredible. <laughs> it is. I love it yeah. when you when you bring people along with yeah. you. Yeah. You were food blogging before food yeah. blogging was, was a thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was. I absolutely. You know, it's it's funny because when allergy friendly meals, when I created that page and I was just uploading just you know content, and it wasn't like using special cameras or awesome lighting. Mm-hmm. It was just you know. I don't know. It's just you were just doing normal. It. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I would have Udi's gluten free on my page, commenting on all my stuff. I would have like all these other, you know, uh, allergy friendly big companies on my page, you know, liking my posts. Wow. And I was like, oh, this is incredible. Like I could really take this somewhere, but again, you have to find the balance. So I couldn't give my all to mm. this page to create the content to keep it going. And then over the years, then you would see Tasty pop up and mm-hmm. Udi's is, you know, now they're doing their own little videos. And I think it's wonderful because yeah. it helps so many people. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was definitely doing that before, you know, popular. the food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot imagine. Um, I mean, that might be an angle is some people really want to go completely scratch mm-hmm. and yeah. some people need to. And like maybe not evolving your recipes and just, you know, say, hey, if you don't want to go buy chickpea pasta because maybe there's an ingredient in there that you don't even know how to pronounce. Right. Here's how you can do it. Those kind of things. But anyway, just a thought. Mm. (laughs) Absolutely. It's true. Well, some people can't do legumes. So then the chickpeas would be out because the pasta I use anyways, it's like when I have my little cheats. Yeah. It's very simple ingredients, mm. which is still kind of nice. So yeah. it's, it's it makes things very quick. But I definitely like that angle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because other people aren't. <laughs> so, For sure. Yeah. And then throughout the cookbook, too, I, I thought with my kids, you know, I want little images of them. 
You know, oh, like, oh, great. this is my favorite meal and this is why. Just like with a little so sweet of like information about us as a family. And I think that it would personalize it even more than just opening up a book and seeing recipes, which is oh, also yeah. great. Mm. But you're going to find out about us as a family, yeah. you know, and why. Like Chip and Joanna Gaines, <laughs> their cookbooks. Yeah. I don't know if you have any of theirs. I don't. But they have pictures and stories of their family and and different things I like that. I love that. It's oh. memorable. Yeah. yeah. When I went off to college, my mom gifted me this uh, basically all things cookbook, house book, street yeah. smarts book. Like it was, <laughs> where is mom now that I need her cookbook? Oh, oh, and yeah. she had written notes, highlighted put pictures of me and my brother and our family like all throughout. I still have it to this That's day. Wonderful. And it's though it's it makes it so much more meaningful when it's Cherish not just it. like the info, but it's it's the legacy. It's yes. the memories that are oh, woven in there so too. Good. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful. Love it. So if you had one thing that you could leave listeners yeah. with. Look in the camera <laughs> and, and talk directly to the listeners. Empathically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I would say to all of you out there struggling to find your way in life or struggling to find the balance that you need to kind of Um, bring more organization to your daily chaos. Um, I would say the most important thing would be self-care. You need to take those moments for yourself to do something for yourself, whether it's, you know, lying down and taking a 30 minute nap or asking somebody close to, you know, maybe come in and um, help you for a few minutes, whether it's going to get a manicure or a pedicure or getting your hair done um, self-care is very important because it gives us, it, it renews us in a way to where we can give more back. And as women, you know, I think for the most part, we like to give back. We like to be there for our families, but you know, we forget about ourselves or nurturers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have to take care of ourselves so we can take care of other people. Mm-hmm. So good. So powerful. Good. And I know what I'm telling my husband when I get home. I, I got to go self-care. I'm going to go take a nap. I need to get my nails done. Look, Amy told me this is the most important thing as a woman. <laughs> That's amazing advice, though, for real. He will benefit more if he, he will. does. Think about that. Yes. Think if he says, honey, you know, why don't you go lie down and take a little nap? Like, how are you going to feel when you wake up? You're going to want to give more back to him. Exactly. You know, this that's what good. they need to understand that. You know, yeah. give us a little bit. That's all that we need is just a little bit. Yeah. And we're going to, like, give you, you know, tenfold. Yo, that's so true. Yeah. That is so true. You are an incredible woman, Amy. Thank, Thank you. you so much for joining us. <laughs> yes. You have any other last thoughts, Kel? Um, no, I would love to know one. It, it, I don't know if you still have your Facebook page or whatever the page was that had those recipes, or is there is anybody who'd like to ask you about recipes or follow you on Instagram or something? How can they find what are the Amy details? O'Neill? Okay, yeah. so on Facebook, um, it's Allergy Friendly Meals. You can message me there. You can message me on my personal page, which is Amy O'Neill, or um, the Law Office of James Hogan. You can find me there. You know, message me if you have any questions about nutrition. If you just need some advice about life, or you know, hey, can you help me through this chaos? You know, just message me. I'm here for you, and I definitely want to help build you up and and be there as best I can. That's great. Awesome. Well, everybody, that is another episode. And we do, we want to give a special shout out to the law offices of James Hogan because not only do they have um, Amy uh, being able to join us, but they've sponsored us uh, shows in the past. They are an incredible arts partner here with us at uh, CG Community Development. So shout out to them. They are phenomenal in the community. Yeah. Uh, And we hope that you like to listen. And if you did, 
subscribe, go listen to a couple other conversations with. We are sitting down with really interesting people. Yes, we are. Including Amy. Thank you so much yes. for joining us. Uh, so my name is Jeanette Brown. I was joined by Kelly Olive hey, yes. and Amy O'Neill. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and join us for the next episode.